hello and welcome to the TOVG podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, once once again, we are as usual, George, Matt, and Jimmy. But but this time, I have another guest with me. And you know, uh, the other day, I was I was thinking about how much I appreciate all of all of you guys, and also the the professionals I associate with, like like how Laura Kate re-recorded her botched audio. That was that was two weeks ago. There was um. Like thirty minutes of recording she had to do after six hours of of failing to recover a a failed recording, which which I mean I would have just thrown it away and went to the next, which I have done. And then and then there's Ace for making those killer Undertale remixes and letting me use them. And then after last week's podcast, I went and listened to Gerard's B three album and just kind of giggled my little booty off. I, I have such productive, <laughs> hardworking friends. And then this guy named Colin Dram. Who the hell is that creep? So Colin Dram <laughs> is a friend of mine who I love. I absolutely love dearly. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Uh, but, I, um, I have something to mention right here in the notes. You have me listed as Sonic Shuffler, Zelda we play Sonic Shuffle. You do the Zelda Convention Rambler. Sometimes. But you forgot. You forgot three important things. I'm also an Atari Jaguar connoisseur. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. A Devil's Third important. proud owner. You were the devil's mm. third evangelist, the only one I know. And a dad. And and you <laughs> and, you started and this dad. horrible trend of, of us calling Rainbow Six Siege streams dad streams. <laughs> and and just calling each other dad. Very I, I, I don't even know, but but <laughs> so much of like where my sense of humor is at right now is because of you. And I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. But anyways, this is this is Colin Dram. Tell everyone who and what you are and how how they may um, <laughs> um, partake in, in the, the things that you do produce, which I think is, is pretty much Zelda Informer. Yeah, um, I pretty much as of right now, I, I guessed on a podcast known as Zelda Informer, where we <laughs> vaguely talk about Zelda every week. Um, I, I think the last time when I guessed it, we talked about trying to decipher the author's metaphorical intent versus versus what might have been an accident or something because of tech. It, it was way weirder than Zelda. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the last week alone, we talked about Sonic VR and DRM. But um, I'm a film student, a very bad one at that. A retro collector, a pretty halfway decent one at that. And I, I I have a YouTube channel that I only post stupid little clips here and there, but I, I hope to put something there soon. But if you didn't, then I would have had no video evidence of me having fun playing a video game this year. Well, yeah, there you go. So like, like half, go of, half, half of my stupid Rainbow Six Siege clips that I used in my own like coverage of the game are from your channel. It's great because if you, I mean, if you, I, I, I imagine if you re-uploaded your review and removed your own voice track, like half of the video would just be me yelling or something <laughs> like during game because you can hear my voice just pop up all the time going like, oh, go around that corner, shoot. <laughs> Stay down, goober. <laughs> Stay down, goober. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, this is my friend Colin. We, we've we hung out at cons. We played Sonic Shuffle, had some good times. I'm familiar with Matt. He was at SGC. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we I remember played... your drunk friends and I have how a question. comfortable that was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, who are you? But hey, you, you know what? I play know... some Blaze Blue? I noticed you know... something, too. First off, it was Persona Ultimax Arena... 
Oh, but Matt, I have a question for you. At SGC, when we played Sonic Shuffle together, you had mentioned <laughs> you never moment. played Sonic Shuffle before, and now <laughs> Gord has found a copy you at your house. One. Listen, listen, I felt that the experience the experience was just too good. I had to just continue playing Sonic Shuffle because I I I I hate myself. I absolutely just I'm disgusted waking up in the morning. I'm saying, God, please just just take me away. Yeah, you know, right now. Sonic <laughs> Shuffle, ladies and gentlemen. It is a terrible game. Yeah, no, no, I, I had it. I just never played it. Um oh, I wait, got it you with did like have it? I, I, I think I, I got it a Dreamcast with Sonic Shuffle with it. Um my wife <laughs> oh, got geez. it for me. And I never played it. And um when you mentioned Sonic <laughs> I Shuffle, can't. I don't know if it clicked that I had it at home, but I just never touched it because I mean something called Sonic Shuffle. With this, you know, bad taste you, you, in your mouth. You, your all hopes the... don't get high. Yeah, you don't. You, you, you know, you're like, is it a card game? Like, what is it? And yeah, you guys, um, yeah, you guys I show me Sonic Shuffle. This is this this blew my mind because um, a friend and I were were just looking up like various video games that were made in certain years, and we actually learned that not only are all of the Mario Party games made by Hudson. But also Sonic Shuffle, which oh, really gosh. then makes me wonder why it's so terrible. Wow. Oh, is Sonic Shuffle that like blatant Mario Party ripoff with mm-hmm. none of the things that are fun in it? Yeah, yeah, and yet it's made by the Mario Party people. So I really. What happened? Wait, I, d- I d- think I remember seeing a Team Sonic logo the two times in my life I've played Sonic Shuffle. Both of them were with you. <laughs> Fun fact, if you look up like Hudson Soft on Wikipedia and it says what they're famous for, it says Mario Party series. Then right underneath it, it says Sonic Shuffle. Like I'm not. <laughs> Control I'm F, not... Sonic. Well, yep. <laughs> wow. Right, right underneath Mario Party, right above Mylon's Secret Castle. I would like to be in a room where they're making that game. Just just, just yeah, feel I... the energy of, of just. Mm. So everybody get ready for the Wii U uh, exclusive for 2016. It's uh, actually NX, sorry. Uh, Sonic Shuffle 2, not Knuckles Kerfluffle. Will come in, it's coming your way. Unlike, I mean, oh to gosh. be fair, it'd probably be better than Mario Party 10. It'd probably be better than Amiibo Ooh, Festival, Animal Crossing, whatever that was. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. God, that was pretty bad, too. <laughs> and, and, you know, RNG, I want to be like, game. oh, but at the same time... I can't because I'm just like sad for the state of Mario Party clones right now. Because mm. cause it seemed like such a, a standby genre of, of I mean, cheap, easy entertainment. You know what? There's been indie smashes. There's been indie kart racers. There's been indie platforms and whatnot. Why do we not have an indie, like, board game party minigame that's, fest? That's we a can't really good question. see it, but the time is now. Yeah, yeah. I, I would actually love to have a Mario Party PC clone. Like, it doesn't even have to be uh, like an amalgamation of indie characters or something. I don't have to be playing with like Super Meat Boy and, oh, yeah. and Gomez. Like, just do like like. Do you guys remember Fusion Frenzy, the original mm-hmm. Xbox? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just mm-hmm. like something like that, but indie. All right, there is uh, something. There's a Japanese indie game called 100% Orange Juice. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, I, I've, I've booted it up on a couple occasions, but it's never really stuck because it's online only. You can't play it it's, locally. It's fun, but it's not, it's not Mario Party. It's it's just sort of its own little board game. It's it's it also doesn't have the mini games. 
And instead of being yeah. like Mario Party is basically a mini game collection, like contextualized within a board game contest. 100 percent orange juice is just the board game contest. Someone did a board game version of Mario Party that you can play in tabletop simulator. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but I, there you go. Hmm. By the way, uh, speaking of board games on PC, George, last week you mentioned uh, Clue for PC. Oh god, that's, I that's can't my believe jam. I did. That game is my jam. Clue Wait, it. did you like look it up and find it somewhere? No, I've owned it since I was a child. <laughs> Have it's you never Clu- played it? No, I have played it. Why weren't you like singing its praises last week when I mentioned it? Because I only listened to the episode a day ago. <laughs> oh. Oh, he- oh my god, that is right. We were talking about games from cereal boxes when, when Chex Quest was, for some reason, object of discussion. Ah. Yeah, there's a, a really solid version of Clue. Yeah, Murder at Body Mansion. It doesn't work yeah. anymore, unfortunately. Oh, really? oh. oh my yeah, gosh. I, I tried That's it. it's, Clue. It's weird because every computer I have, I've always tried to reinstall Clue, and it's worked up to Windows... <laughs> I love that game. That and Silent Hunter 2. And it, it has worked up to Windows 8.0, but from 8.1 and beyond, it just will not install. Tight. I can still play it as long as I don't upgrade to 10. Yeah, there you go. I'm okay with this. And then we I can totally play... forgot this is what you're talking about, too. And we can mm. play over land, so we gotta set up like Hamachi or some nonsense. And <laughs> we can all play. Body the year is 2016. <laughs> Several players set up a Hamachi server to play a board game from like 1960 over the internet. A 1996 a port of a 1960s board digital game. cereal box CD version. Of, it also it gets came better. With, the the version I got came with um, the game of life, which is a pretty all right <laughs> PC version of that, and Sorry, which never worked. So. Mm. I think I had those two, but you know, Clue was was what what the cool kids were always playing, Clue and I was one the of the cool Clue kids. Clue is great. It's my second favorite movie of all time. <laughs> oh God, I can't believe I actually want to set up Hamachi and play Clue Murder at Body Mansion now. I will. I will set up a Windows Seven Virtual PC on my <laughs> really? desktop. I will. I love Clue Murder at Body Mansion. Wait, why couldn't you just like dual boot? That's a lot of effort. <laughs> how is it less more how is it more effort You're to telling me to s- <laughs> hey listen i already have a virtual pc of windows 3.1 for my fmv games i can deal with having a windows 7 virtual pc so whenever you want to play phantasmagoria 2 a puzzle of flesh you just you just boot into your virtual machine and, and no, get her going I, I, not phantasmagoria 2 but ripper or titanic adventure out of time <laughs> oh, the Titanic one was a good one. Oh yeah, no, that's a it's another good one. I, I'm unreasonably hyped to hear that Clue Murder at Body Mansion <laughs> works on Windows 7 though. I was at a flea market a few months ago and I actually found Clue 2, the VHS game. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, it's man. like it's a VHS you actually put into a you know a VCR. <laughs> And then you have, like, a bunch of friends with, like, little notepads, and you have to, like, spot everything in those little clips. And you make assumptions oh, based on those clips. It's the the strangest thing. I can, I can do you one worse. Uh, my buddy, his mom, one time, for his little sister's birthday party, bought a DDR game that was actually a DVD 
of DDR just playing itself on the lowest difficulty. Oh. <laughs> and it was not even DDR. It was like a ripoff with like like royalty-free music. Uh-oh. And that was pretty... That was something. Was, that was, was a, was a that new a level gift? of low. <laughs> it wasn't a gift. It was like a, here's something to do at the party. But it was just like, oh. it was a, it was like the, the like same concept as like giving your younger sibling the controller that's unplugged so that they can like play the game with you. But like, that's the whole game. <laughs> that sounds like the most useless thing mankind has invented since that thing that scrapes dead skin off your foot. I don't know, I think it's pretty useful. The foot grader? The, the foot grader or the, the DDR on lowest difficulty with, with royalty-free music playing on a <laughs> DVD. I mean, I don't know. We're talking about useless things, and I have a copy yeah. of the Flintstones Yabba Dabba 2-pack sitting next to me, so... What is what is this thing, and why does it include two of it? Because it's <laughs> it's it includes both um, masterpieces of cinema known as the Flintstones and the Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas, both live action movies based on oh, the hit yeah. television series. Doesn't 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 John Candy who plays Fred <laughs> John, John Goodman. Goodman and Rick Moranis John are Goodman. in the first one, and then in the second Goodman. one is Alan Cumming as the Great Gazoo. <sighs> I, oh, yeah. I did you did you guys ever watch gaming in the Clinton years? <laughs> no. <laughs> I hear Colin laughing. <laughs> I mean, like, if you try rewatching them now, they're like there's he'll have a, like a flat ex, like like expressionless way of explaining a game, and then he'll try yeah. to pull off like the weirdest joke. Exactly, because there's one <laughs> part where he reviews the Flintstones for the Super Nintendo. The Flintstones, the movie, the game. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Or a little, like, digitized NES sprite of John Goodman is sliding across the screen. And he says in the most, like, flat, monotone voice, It's like you're really John Goodman. (laughs) 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 I can't even, like, say it with a straight face, because... I I, I don't know how exciting being John Goodman must be, but... (laughs) There's a kart racer based on Viva Rock Vegas that was developed for the Dreamcast, but not finished. <laughs> but like most great unfinished games go, it was leaked on the internet. And I invited some friends over and we were playing it. And it got, it got to my, the point where my friend got so mad, he got up, walked over to the Dreamcast, opened it up, took the disc, like broke it in half with his spare hands and like threw it behind a couch. Great. <laughs> wow. I can't tell who's the worst friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. It's like a clashing of, of two titanic evils. You don't want to play as not John Goodman no. play as Fred Flintstone. No. <laughs> Ron Woodman. Ron Woodman. Wow. Is this the, the porn version of what they call Beaver Rock Vegas. I don't want to start that up again. Beaver Cock Vegas. Oh. You don't want to play as the Baldwin who isn't Alec or Adam. And he, <laughs> he plays Barney. There. Chris Alec? Baldwin, oh, I think it yeah, is. Okay. Lesser Baldwin appears. Okay. We we actually have gone on a good fifteen minutes now without talking. <laughs> Instead of talking about the games we played this week, we've talked about the games we've like 
weirdly conjured up from places that, that time is trying to forget. Oh, I'll talk about games I played this week. What'd you play this What'd you week? Play Devil's this week? Third. No. Um, I played uh, Sonic Lost World. Uh, for, whatever, okay. for whatever reason, last week I, I went on like a Sonic kick it. and I'm like, I'm just going to play every Sonic game. Screw it. And then I also played the PC beta for Metal Gear Online. Okay, when you said Sonic Lost World, I don't know why, but I did a spit take all over my <laughs> pop filter. I'm really glad I have a pop filter. I was sipping water at the time. Thanks. Um, but but I, I am genuinely interested in the Metal Gear Online beta experience. It's fun. You should Is it? join us. Yeah. Cause, you, know how, cause, you know, in your Metal Gear Solid 5 review or video, you mention how it's basically Ball Fondlers the game from Rick and Morty. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's what Metal Gear Online is. It's it's that, but there's more explosions and shooting and craziness. So so just like flying in a helicopter driven by a reptilian space alien with like <laughs> Mr. T and leopard print underwear and basically quiet next to him shooting machine guns through the jungle. Just about, except instead you're a sniper who shoots stun darts and you and if you want to distract someone, you can put down a plush dog. Oh, that sounds cute. Oh, God, I actually fell for it, didn't I, just then? <laughs> That's what happens in the trailer for, for me- the Metal Gear Online E3 2014 trailer, where the soldier's just like, oh, that dog's cute, I'm going to stop guarding my position now. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. We never discussed... This is... Oh, never mind. You continue. This is for Metal Gear Solid Five. Yes. Yeah. The online wasn't... Online out? wasn't released for PC until Friday. Oh, Friday, okay. This Friday. Well, I was like, I'm almost positive that I've heard of people playing online, but that must have been on console. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That that happened in October. Us us PC plebs had to wait. They're calling it, it a. Are they still calling it a beta, or is it? Yes, like they the are. It thing? hasn't been released yet. And well, what does that mean? Because you're playing it. it. It's an open beta. Oh, so it pretty much has been released. Yeah, so but, it's you a, know, but what you have to yeah. do if you want to access it, you have to go into uh, you know, right click properties, beta, open. AKA, it's the version of the thing you can't complain about because it's not done yet. So you yeah, can't do but that. there are two things I can complain about. No, you can't because it's not done. It's beta. Hang on there, no, Jim James Isaac <laughs> Neutron. Uh, <laughs> You were, you were, go on. This, this is a game released in the current year, 2016, and voice chat is always on. Okay. Well, t- There's GG. no push to I'm talk. Out. There's no disabled mic. There's I was never in, but I'm out. Do. And number so two it's is like, also peer to peer. It's like oh. Konami's answer to Splatoon. <laughs> <laughs> like it runs fantastically and it plays fantastically. The the Fox engine is just a beautiful thing that we'll never experience again. Thanks, Konami. But mm. it seems like otherwise they just did a straight up like port job in terms of multiplayer functionality from consoles to uh, PC. There's no text chat. It's just voice chat's always on and it's peer to peer. See, I'm just going to butt in real quick to say that I've always liked the term port job in reference to video games because it's never used when talking about a good port it's always talking about a port that sucked and so it just like in that context it sounds like a dirty act 
Like, <laughs> oh yeah, they gave this game a port job. Oh yeah, Ubisoft, like, you give that Resident Evil Four a port job. Yeah, I'm always like that. I, they get um, embodies bad. I, I hate what. <laughs> it's done to the debate like have you guys ever seen comments where they're like no um um uh let's see what's a good one resident evil 5 wasn't a port it was a good one and, it and it's just like, what, what, what is the line between a port and not a port is it basically how good of a port it is there, there's yeah, like some people who want to stop calling things ports if they're good I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't know. DMC four, I mean, RE five, they aren't ports. I get. I, I, I'll call them ports, though. It's it's weird because um, speaking of just Capcom and ports, uh, I was playing Dead Rising two a few weeks ago, and which was a pretty good port. It's really well done. It runs at one twenty FPS. It looks great. It, it, they there's no uh, games Windows Live on it anymore. You can now just play with Steam. Mm-hmm as you want and then you go to dead rising 3 which is locked at 30 fps and if you cheat that <laughs> physics go a wall and all over the place oh wonderful it's a game where all the the physics and functionality is attached to the frame rate yeah and i don't Lovely. i don't understand why like the sequel has less functionality than the previous one that makes me really sad it just kind of reminds me of how much i don't care about dead rising 3 because i really loved the first two so much yeah like the first dead rising is like legendary status for me oh absolutely it's um it's the first game i got it's the game that made me buy an xbox mm-hmm in, um, in a super critical part in its launch cycle where it needed a reason to exist it it has in in an age where people were still questioning the necessity for a new generation it had super duper large humongous crowds of fully rendered people with great looking faces all moving in in their own little individual animation cycles together like uh, are you aware uh, oh, oh no go on go on are you aware of a uh, dead rising chop till you drop is that a wii game Yes, I think I am. And this, I think I have is, been trying to forget it. This is really interesting. Um, Resident Evil 4 on the Wii is probably the best port of the game. Or oh, that means it's it. not a port. It is. It's that, that means they built it from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's 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 probably one of the best, if not the best version of the game. It's just really well done. And Capcom saw the sales of it and went, hey, why don't we just bring Dead Rising to the Wii? Which is strange, because Dead Rising is, as you said, it's meant to be showing off how yeah, the next so gen it kinda really was a tech demo. pretty great. Why would they bring it over to the Wii? Well, what they did was they ended up just making Resident Evil 4 Dead Rising Edition. So it's Dead Rising, but it plays like Resident Evil 4. Hmm. I remember it getting really shitty reviews, though. It's I it's it's kind of grown a it's not great, but it's pretty damn playable sort of reception by people. <laughs> so so the programmers review. Yeah, <laughs> everything functions correctly. Eight out of ten. I mean, you can find it usually for like three dollars and it's not a bad three dollars. It's better than the Dead Rising iPhone port. Speaking of three dollar games, I did for my review. um Pony Island. Island, which which was sort of sort of a uh, plan B. I was tackling a much, much bigger project that I'm really excited for that will be coming out next week. But I Sonic. didn't want to rush myself. Mm. Um, it's not Sonic. 
But oh, duck, okay. I keep trying to say duck game because it's it's related to cute animals. Pony Island is a five dollar game on Steam. It's about three hours. It's, it's basically a little joke. But holy shit, people are like ruthless, like five dollars. I don't know, man. I five dollars, like even when I didn't have money is like nothing. It's 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 a combo meal at Taco Bell, which which I use in the video. And people are just hey, man, like, wow, don't... I'd much rather have. The junk food. Don't trash talk my Crunchwrap Supreme <laughs> slider box. <laughs> yeah, the like slider big box the, combo. The slider crunch box wasn't that what it was called? I just just mash a few like like <laughs> fast food buzzwords together. It's probably an existing big box at Taco Whopper Bell. Junior box crunch. <laughs> Nacho crunch Supreme <laughs> box three. So Bacon. I I didn't think it was super great it's it's kind of sort of a one joke game but there's lots of room for like tricks that aren't necessarily jokes that just kind of weird you out but even like knowing that and expecting that gets you out of the mood to enjoy them in a purely organic way which is also spoiled by the game's own marketing like i have a feeling that that openly branding pony island as as this type of surreal creepy fourth wall breaking horror thing makes it not work as well yeah i like, like I, uh, yeah I yeah i feel i feel that because that i you said the same thing about undertale which i also agree with like except undertale sort of, oh sorry sorry it, it, no i i feel like it spoils the whole like grand like twist of this game but but with undertale like i think i was still getting it because undertale actually is a solid rpg with a solid cute story attached to oh, it yeah it's not a super complicated rpg but in terms of it it has a really interesting mechanical twist to it that does play well like even if it doesn't have a lot of weird fourth wall breaking metagaming tricks it still is like a good traditional video game underneath all that as opposed to just being just the tricks or just the jokes, which is what Pony Island kind of is. But at the same point, it's only $5, so it's kind of like <laughs> priced to be underwhelming in the first place, which which I think makes it really easy to review, but also hard to just like completely and gloriously trash talk shit about, which people are doing very, very easily in the comments. And it breaks yeah. my heart a little bit. It's an age-old saying that I go by. If you look for a reason to be mad, you will always find it. You know, it's 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 funny because while you were watching, uh, while, I, uh, while I was watching that video, and you were going on about like, oh, it's this it's this cutesy game that turns like sinister, and it's five dollars. All I could think <laughs> of was this was done six years ago, and it was called Aversion. Aversion. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard of that one. I was yeah, I was thinking Frog Fractions while I was playing it. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna. What should I Google? But search? I mean, then here it is. It's on PC. Shower with your dad simulator is also in the same vein. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody's. Well, shower I, with I, dad simulator. I was gifted it. I still haven't played it. I, I've seen. Well, I've seen a let's play of shower with your dad simulator. And like, is there some kind of dark, horrible twist that happens later? It, well, not dark, but it it starts off very one note. Yeah. And if you put in more than five minutes if you just go like i wonder if there's something there is definitely something there's a lot of thing interesting there's a lot of dad i am well, intrigued i mean it gets it gets weird it's like acid oh. trip kind of stuff oh so. okay okay because because oh. when you say it gets weird and the starting point no it's not like your dad <laughs> it doesn't become like 
hardcore porn simulator later or something. It just it just gets weird. Okay, because because the let's play that I saw basically had them playing one of four extremely simple modes for a few minutes and then quitting. And I was like, okay, I get the joke. I mean, but the joke's kind of right there in the name and it, yeah. it, it seemed like a quick wham, bam, done. Thank it's you. One man. of those things where wham, a lot bam, of people, you, Dad. it didn't have a thing <laughs> to keep people to like breadcrumb people to the fact that there was a weird thing unless you put in just enough time. And I think I so. appreciate that more. Than doing it's, the Pony little, Island and openly advertising it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Aversion is pretty good. <laughs> it, Check it, it out. Yeah, from the screenshots, I mean, I'm seeing like cutesy Mario ripoff platformer. There's a weird screen, a disclaimer with Lovecraft quotes. So I'm going to predict that, that as the levels go on, you start platforming through horrifying tentacled aliens and whatnot. Well... I feel like it, just looking is, um, at it and looking, reading the first review, I think it's different than that. Because the first review says, after playing something dark and twisted like Silent Hill, you need to lower the tension by having a more relaxed <laughs> and casual gaming experience. Something like Aversion. Its colorful world and cheer- cheerful soundtrack will chill you out. Yeah, I like the, like, I like the, uh, the second review and where it's spoiled like lies. The reviewer lies. Oh, God. Really? The spoilers are lies? <laughs> oh that's good that's the kind of discussion i want to see about pony island but since pony island spoils it in the description in the trailer that's not really happening and it's like oh i mean i i mean it's, it's it's been like six years so i guess i can talk a little bit about a version but it it it's it's not just like oh it's a cutesy platformer that goes like dark like there's i i can't really explain it but there's like almost multiple like branching paths and there's like tons of different endings and crazy crap that can happen depending on how you yeah. play. I'm reading a couple more of these reviews. Uh, here's here's a good one. If you are younger than 15, all caps, do not play. If you get scared very fast, all caps, do not play. If you downloaded this game to play something happy and colorful, all caps, do not play. I had to finish this over the course of two days, 10 out of 10. <laughs> and only 2.9 hours on record, so fuck. Well... Mm. Toss it on my wish list. Yeah, it is. I'm intrigued. There you go. Um, uh, the, the Matt, you got you got anything? Uh, I, I've been playing some stuff. Uh, some heavy stuff, I would say. Oh no, I know what you're gonna say. Oh okay. man, this yeah. might well, actually okay. be a more appropriate forum than like <laughs> Matt visual reviews. If, right, if, I can't just make jokes about cancer kids that would yeah. be that would be bad uh so yeah i went with a more serious approach uh so i'm working on that and we'll see how that turns out but i played that dragon cancer just in case anyone didn't know um and it was it was good it was good can you can you say that can you say that it was it was a bad game is that see is that this is why okay? I- I'm not. Uh, this is if I do play it, it's going to be on my own time. Yeah, you are yeah. really brave for for planning a review. If if you still are, yeah, yeah, I've I've recorded it. I'm just got to edit it up and shoot some stuff, and it's going to be different. It's not going to be a review, of course, because you just don't review a cancer game. It's just, it's it, like even even yeah. like um 
Oh, I will see oh, some videos I'm... online. You just don't see review to see. If you say bad things about this game, David Bowie and Alan Rickman are going to be real disappointed with you in heaven. Yeah. Just letting you know. Yeah. yeah. I didn't feel that the author was heartfelt enough in his expressing how crushed he was from the stress of his. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't no, go there. No, you can't say like, oh, there's no like, you know, borderless mode or anything you like that. You can't critique <laughs> someone's real genuine heartache. <laughs> oh, I'm Dirtle Biscuit. This game is yeah, terrible. Was... There's no FOV slider. I can't play yeah, it. I was, yeah, I was, I was just going to try and do something well. like that. Yeah. F- FOV slider or frame rate dips or something. <laughs> yeah, this is no. Um, it doesn't take advantage of my SLI Titans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> overly expensive rig that does not use half the power to do any of this anyways i'm I'm getting geeky um i played that and i decided to play the beginner's guide as well um because it's kind of the same game can i say that even i don't even know if i can even say that it's kind of the same Um, game where it's like it's more of a a narrative more of a documentary of like real things you know yeah. that um that happened in real life. It's not like Stanley Parable or anything, because it's the maker of the Stanley Parable who made the Beginner's Guide. And I thought that like I'm okay with these types of games becoming a thing. Now I would say maybe they should be cheaper for two two hours, but you know it's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, ten dollars is okay, I think, um, for two hours of entertainment. That's like going to see the movies. I guess you mm-hmm. can argue, um, but I. Playing these two games, I'm kind of okay with these type of games being more a thing um, because I don't know they give me they gave me something that I don't you don't normally get from other mm-hmm. types of stuff and and it, it's I talk about this in a video but like it's it's a little bit different than watching a video because you're kind of experiencing it in a way yeah of course yeah. and I feel like the gameplay kind of enhances the experience of the story. And the, uh, I thought it was good. I thought it was. I thought I thought there were good experiences, for sure. The backlash to this whole subgenre, um, like really, really confused me and caught me off guard because, uh, like virtual tourism, exploring a a fictional space or story through the FPS control scheme and point of view is something that has happened a whole lot in media. I mean, that's kind of the pipe dream of VR itself. Is being able to not necessarily play a game, but transport yourself to distant wild galaxies or through time and just see things through other person's perspective. I mean, you you can go watch like even like old cartoons like like that's in in Quest World and in, in the new adventures of Johnny Quest when they put on this this weird device that caused them to go on a trance in Quest World. They didn't necessarily like play a traditional video game so much as they were flying through abstract environments and then going on wacky adventures. It doesn't seem like that. I'm not, I'm not threatened by walking simulators. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the thing that I don't get is like the beginner's guide and that dragon cancer didn't make the next big platformer or FPS or whatever delay or disappear. Like it, they affect other games zero aside from the inspiration that they give to other developers. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should probably so, say something on this topic because people are going to go to my channel and they're going to find that I have a 3,000 3, viewed video called The Gone Home Experience. Oh no. Where I 
I start a hungry man dinner in the microwave, walk to my computer, beat gone home, and then walk back before the hungry man finishes. But you mm. could only uh, if you know the <laughs> location of the door ahead of time, which you're supposed to solve all these weird key card puzzles. Anyways, but to, the, be I mean, fair, like, to, to be fair, I have actually seen people who have never like heard of gone home before and accidentally bump into that last door and finish the game in like that length the the then the <sighs> only thing separating them from that door would just be like one more key in a game already full of locked doors i i personally have nothing against walking sims i like i i think they're all right i think it just comes down to what they have to offer and their and what i guess their their value is like, I mean, I'd, I, I made a video especially, making fun of Gone Home. I don't think it's bad. I just was poking fun of it. But right, of course. I mean, because I like things like Stanley Powerball. And I mean, Dear Esther is a bad example, but for like the however long it was, it was kind of cool walking through a game that literally looked like a painting mm. and stuff like that. It doesn't bother me. I think I think it just has to be priced right and have enough content. Because I, I think I, what really bugs people is is stuff that are like, Twenty dollars, and then only have like an hour. Yeah, of... and that's my, that's I, my only thing about that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Jimmy. yeah. I, I mean, I didn't want to. This is your segment. As, as no, no, Matt, go ahead. But I just wanted to go in for just a second because I think I get that like twenty dollars. I guess would be a bit much, but I don't think I would complain for anything like fifteen and under. Oh no, just just because like like Matt said, it's it's like you're getting a movie experience only. Imagine a movie experience where you can like, like, instead of, you know, in watching characters interact or something, you could just go around their environment and look and see how their lives are, or what their interactions are. You can learn about the things you want to and skip the things you don't. And it changes your experience. And it's very tailored to how you want to do and it. Because I think, I think that's interesting. To, walking yeah. Sims are basically like the two, like 21st century equivalent of old point and click adventure games. Mm-hmm. Just... I guess uh, most yeah. of them are just, yeah, they're a little less puzzly, which I'd I'd like to see more of that. I would love to see more of these games try to be more like Mist. I I would say though these two games in particular are are really different than Dear Esther and Gone Home. Even though I really liked Gone Home, you know, as an experience, I, I for for games like this, they can exist. Like, it's not going to bother me. Like, I'm not that type of dude that's like, the industry needs better yeah. games. You know, I don't care about that stuff. I, I just care about experiences. And th- these games... They're very focused, and you—it's you, not like you can't—you can't skip stuff or anything like that. But it's more of a story being told, and I think it does well in this whole walking sim genre, or should I say? But I, because some of them they do add a bit of game to it. You can't necessarily mm-hmm. lose, but yeah, there's a certain sections of both of these games where you play something, and um. You know, I I would say gameplay will evoke emotion, like Dark Souls will evoke certain emotions. You know, mm-hmm. um, being running away from something that you could never run away from um, in a game that will make you feel something. And if the the story is trying to tell you something and try to illustrate that feeling, and they make you feel it that way when you're like. 
you know, like in Limbo when you're running away from stuff and, and it ultimately catch you, catches you every single time, it that puts an emotion that you wouldn't have gotten just by watching a video. And that's why I kind of... I kind of like it. I I kind of mm. like it. I but definitely, like I said before, the price, the price. I I mm, no more than fifteen dollars is pushing it. It's it's pushing mm. a bit for a two hour experience, and yeah. it it doesn't it it should not be a sixty full price ever for a two dollar I mean, experience. I think that's like stepping over the line, but I, I think it does have its place. And if you don't like it, like it's fine, like. It's not for everyone. Like no one wants to cr- sit there and yeah. cry about something, you know, happening. But there's I, a lot of things that exist yeah. in the world that you just avoid because you don't like it. Is this is yeah. Like you don't have to play every game. Um, yeah. So I never. That's really why I'm not playing. That's why I'm not playing that Dragon's Cancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily want to like you know just, just sit there and cry for two hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got enough emotion from Undertale, so. I'm, I'm Full disclosure: I didn't actually cry, but. I felt like it touched me in a way. Yeah, no, that's completely fair. You know, and everybody, everybody else that I know it cried their eyes out. So <laughs> yeah, it gets uh, it gets heavy. It gets heavy. Yeah. Are you gonna make Are you gonna make pancakes for dinner now? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm. It was it was trending. Uh, that dragon cancer was trending the other day, and I was like, I I had not really heard much about it, and I just click you know the trending thing on twitter and all i see is just images of pancakes <laughs> wait is that a joke <laughs> oh, in the game ch- or something it's, it's, it's a it's a it's something involved really with the game all i saw huh. was like pancakes and then people said i'm having pancakes for dinner because of that dragon cancer so oh huh. oh okay yeah as yeah i, I was to say it it would be a spoiler so i wouldn't spoil anyone okay. who's plan all right well, anyways, in that case, uh, we will return with the news after this short break. Now that we've wrapped up all the crazy, wacky adventures we've been on this week. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. 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 Rick. I hope you finish looking forward to it because now all you have to do is look forward. What? Right. I mean, we, we are at forward now and we're moving forward. <laughs> Wait, really. Huh? Oh, oh, wait forward. They're they're a game company, right? Right? Yeah, video games. Speaking of game companies, there's a game company called Nintendo that that <laughs> zigzags on this podcast in terms of public Put opinion every now and then. Okay, well, I gotta preface the story by saying this is a a leak from Amazon France. They're saying that you need wow. a uh, amiibo to unlock a bonus dungeon in Twilight Princess HD. However, it is a leak from Amazon France. They've generally been reliable in the past, but you don't necessarily want to, like, trust leaks from Amazon France as the word of God or otherwise the word for the official company announcement, if not the word of God. Um, And that's the theme of this week's news stories. Like, a lot of uh, stuff on on the list here when I was gathering up the big stories of the weeks are rumors and leaks. So that seems to be the general theme. This first one, of course, being the Amiibo. Unlocking a dungeon, which makes me a little salty. I usually don't care about amiibos, but this is Zelda they're messing with now, and that's 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 yeah. that feels like my ground. Uh oh, that's my territory. Yeah, you are one of the I, Zelda I, informers. I feel like we should have talked about this on this week's podcast. 
I think this uh, <laughs> news broke today, so so yeah. you might be in the clear unless you recorded actually, it like uh, oh, two no, hours actually, ago. Actually, I remember yesterday we got a fan topic that was, what do you think the Wolf Link Amiibo does? Uh, so it's sort of related. So we, didn't, yeah. we don't know the answer until, oops, but... Until maybe today, because this yeah. is a, not an official announcement from the company. It's a bullet point in French on the Amazon France Twilight Princess HD store page that was mm. accidentally leaked ahead of time and then got fixed shortly after people started noticing it. I made a, I made a joke saying that if you scanned in the amiibo, it would just flip the world like the GameCube or Wii version. Which can mm. still, like, provide some... Ch- like, wasn't that an extra thing that Master Quest did to Ocarina to just, like, yeah. disorient yeah. old players? Well, that and also the game was just fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it was, it was, that was an addition to the difficulty. So if the, I I mean, I don't see myself realistically playing Twilight Princess HD, but if I do, I probably won't get the amiibo. I probably won't care about the dungeon unless I can do it from a friend's amiibo because I'm goddamn sure Gerard's going to get it. Speaking of amiibos, um, the Shovel Knight amiibo can be scanned still in the box. They removed the magnetic, um, Little oh. sticker, so you can actually scan it, so you don't have to open it up. Therefore, I mean, further proving the uselessness <laughs> of the figure. It's I hate amiibos so much. Yeah, I do too, man. I do too. I don't hate them. I just hate how the marketing around them has been. I like the idea of amiibo a lot, oh. but because like a lot of people do collectible figures, and amiibo are actually pretty goddamn good quality only, for such a cheap figure for me it's it's i've i've only like said two things i when it comes to amiibos <laughs> it's that a i'm only gonna get ones of characters i know are just never going to actually get figures of any kind mm-hmm. because when the hell is there ever going to be a we fit trainer official figure that isn't an amiibo right and two i'm not gonna go out of my way in some crazy fashion to get them i'm not gonna like camp out at GameStop at five see, in the morning. I'm just going to go there like a normal human being and pick it up if they have it. See, now I agree with you 99.9% because the point if one. they release Thank a Kelly and Marie Amiibo from Splatoon, I will camp out for a full day if I have to, to get those. Because I have a little figure of Duck Hunt Dog sitting in my little console collection when am I ever going to get a little statue of Duck Hunt Dog and Duck Hunt Duck? This is the best. I love yeah. it. Tops. Bah. Bellissimo. My bah. Own. <laughs> bah. I do the whole, I wait for them on deal and grab a bunch of them for three bucks at Wally World. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That, that, that too. It's, it's pretty satisfying, I, I gotta say. Because, I mean, three bucks I, for a really good piece of plastic... Trader, I, you just said you hated them. I do hate them. I do hate them. But yo, yo, $3? you know what? Sometimes, $3? sometimes I, sometimes I take a trip into New York City, and when I'm not buying obscure, terrible children's films at the used bookstore, I'll, <laughs> which is I'll, just I'll, what you do. Yeah, Max Keeble's big move, you know, and Viva Rock Vegas, yabba yeah. dabba two pack, <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll go to Nintendo World, and I'll be looking around, and I'll go, hey, that's a, that's a. It's a Pac-Man. Yoink. That's, there you go. About a, yeah. I, I own four Amiibo. One of them I purchased myself, which was uh, In Armor Samus. And then 
the other three are the Splatoon 3-pack, and that was a gift. So, and uh, the Splatoon 3-pack unlocks some pretty cool shit in the game, so. The only amiibo I have is a WarioWare that Naveed, my friend Naveed, gave me at SGC because he didn't want it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got me a... Um... A Charizard as well. Man, why does he have yeah, so many? He, oh, you got an orange Ridley? Out. Uh, <laughs> orange what? Orange Ridley. <laughs> this is... I, I don't know if it's a regular joke or an inside joke I don't get. Yeah, I don't... I don't they, finally, they, finally, they finally added Ridley from Metroid to Smash. They they considered him not too big after all, but they made him orange in a Pokemon. Oh, and they you can actually yeah, there's a there's a alt color of Charizard that's it's like purple. dark. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so, um, so it's just an insistence that Ridley has to be in Smash somehow. Yes, that's he the, he yeah. is too big to be honest. Also, he flies by default. He doesn't walk. So, um, real quick though, before that becomes the conversation, before we get <laughs> off of Twilight Princess, uh, I just want to say that last night. The Twilight Princess any percent speedrun got a new world record. Oh, nice! By uh, by a Japanese streamer named SVA, who is like my, my favorite speedrunner. Oh, I'm proud but, um, of him! Are they still doing the mailman trick? I'm not sure. I saw like the last half of the run, and he actually had. <laughs> I tuned in right when he uh, fell into the void twice at a pretty easy part and yelled "fuck." It was hilarious. <laughs> um, but despite losing thirty seconds there, he still smashed the record. And uh, yeah, it's pretty fucking great. I'm proud he of him. An amazing run. Tell, yeah. tell him that Dad's proud of him. I don't. Me. I don't actually talk to him because I don't <laughs> know him, him personally. On, please. <laughs> he I, actually. I want to tell my illegitimate son that I'm proud of him. <laughs> I think that would be a, a funny and weird experience because he only speaks in broken English and he has like the perfect, the perfect broken English accent. It's like, I just, I just genuinely enjoy listening to him talk because it's just the most enjoyable thing. Seriously. I like, it's, it's just seriously. Yeah. I, those um, accents, man, they drop your panties real quick. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, speaking... <laughs> My chair's like Wait, don't even try, George. So don't even try. Bro- okay, fine. <laughs> Wait, no, I think... Speaking of broken things, uh, um, EA PC games tend to be broken sometimes for like a day or two after launch. Well, well, I hope that makes you happy because the, the EA Access program is coming to PC. They're calling it Origin Access. For $5 a month, you get early access to new EA games, 10% off on EA games, uh, uh, free old EA games from the EA Games Vault, which surprisingly are filled with fairly new EA games. I looked at the list. You got uh, BF3, BF4, BF Hardline, Dragon Age Origins 2, Inquisition, SimCity Wait, 15. Hardline? Yeah, yeah. Hardline in that the like, EA Vault. <laughs> wasn't that 2015? I actually subscribed to EA Access on the X-Bone and... So many people have probably just stopped listening because I said good things about EA. Yeah, but and the irony yeah, is that it's I mean, I tuned out. The irony but is that it's actually kind of a good deal. It is because on it's 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 five a, it's five dollars a month or it's thirty a year, and it's pretty much any brand new EA game like five months after it comes out, it'll just be free. And that's not a bad deal at all. Yeah, you can go through the whole Dead Space series, the whole Dragon Age series on a super duper low price and then just cancel it when you're done until there's a new series made by EA they put up there that you want again. 
Or if it's a new game, uh, either a week or two before its launch, you get a 10-hour trial, which is also, like, pretty good. Which might be more than enough for the one early access game they're advertising, which is just Unraveled. Oh, because on, on the Xbox, they did that with uh, Need for Speed and Battlefield. If it's uh, really 10 hours, Battlefront, like that's yeah. more than enough to get your fill of maybe a couple Most maps games, of Battlefront. <laughs> a couple maps. There's only a couple maps. I thought there were four, uh, but that's that's twice <laughs> as many as one couple. <laughs> they gave us slightly more than what's in the beta. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because I mean like there you go like that's pretty good and it's always it's always weird to see like ea tries really really hard to compete with steam they try so hard and it's adorable and i love it i haven't i haven't had to pay for an ea game on xbox <laughs> i just do the ea access thing and now i have like titanfall battlefield hardline and plants vs zombies garden warfare and that's really all you need i have command and conquer red alert too <laughs> there you go on my origin Oh yeah, I have that too because it was free, even not for signing up things. I have Dead Space and Command and Conquer two, yeah. or Command and Conquer Red Alert two. The origin on the free. house program, I really, really like that. Steam should it's, do it's, something to compete with it, that. I love that it's called a program, but it's literally just like here's a free game. Mm-hmm. Here's like a, they here's, don't even ask anything of you. It's just like you, ha- you origin exists on your computer. Here's that's a that's good plenty old games for us. Release. Here yeah. you go, enjoy it. I Man, mean, the real question is, like, when is EA going to add some real quality titles to this program, like Godfather 2 or The Saboteur? I thought you were serious for a yeah, second, because I was like, like or, or Red, Syndicate, come on. Red Alert 2, Dead Space 1 and 2, Plants vs. Zombies, like, uh, that's already enough to sell me on one month of this to play all those games. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I'm actually glad it's coming to pc it's pretty good yeah so 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 i hate to to change the motion from something that is pretty good to something that might not be pretty good and now we're also trudging back into rumor speculation territory that ea access thing is like the one official announcement between the next three stories because this one although it is a real thing that happened the reasoning behind it is all up in the air and that is sony trying to trademark the term let's play Oh my god. <gasps> which which failed I, I can't necessarily say spectacularly because I mean really all it is is people filing paperwork. But also I can't say spectacularly because for some reason like this didn't really this wasn't big news. I, di- I didn't see it really posted a lot on my gaming community forums of choice. I tried sharing it around on Twitter, but it didn't catch yeah, as much as I thought. Which, I think which, it's so ridiculous that people were just like I don't care because this is not going to happen. What happened? Oh, I'll just buy another PS4 then. Oh, the what happened is that Sony tried to trademark the term Let's Play in the United States for reasons completely unknown. There was no official announcement behind it. No one was even reporting on this when it was happening. They only new stories started cropping up when their application failed. Yeah. Uh, and they can try again in six months, I think, is how the process works. But they didn't even fail because it was too generic and widely used of a term already. They failed because the sound is too similar to an arcade right here in me and Matt's hometown. <laughs> what? Slightly north in the suburbs. In Marietta, Georgia, there's an arcade called Let's uh, with the Z Play of America. <laughs> And that Gotta make was it hip too... and cool for the nineties. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite thing about this let's that let's play arcade is that they still have the apostrophe for proper 
proper grammar in let's. So it's L E T apostrophe Z. It's grammatically correct, but linguistically incorrect. Like the grammar is right. The spelling is is nineties wrong. Yeah. And then so that means that like trademark law is fucked if that's the reason why their application failed. Like it's like trying to trademark role playing game or or first person yeah. shooter. It's a genre of video. It's certainly a lot more newer than those terms. Yeah. I also I just want to like what did they think that they would just be like, hey, you know that thing that we've never done? Let's just let's just make that ours. Like the Sony Let's Play experience is maybe they're going to like reband rebrand PlayStation now or is in call. I, I, what would they even do with it? I'm trying to look up images of this arcade and all I get are shirts that say Let's Play. I, I tried to look it up, too, and, and I just found the Sony business listings. The PS4. <laughs> That's yeah. Like Sony is enabling the Let's Players with with the share button. They invented a feature for the PS4 to facilitate Let's Playing a, a free and open Let's Play tool, and and they wanted. I don't get it, man. I just what. <laughs> So, so that that number one means the trademark law is fucked because they didn't reject it because it's already a widely used term to describe a genre of media. They rejected it because it sounded too similar to an arcade that has no little to no information online in Marietta, Georgia. It also means that someone at Sony who filed it has no idea how the game industry works, or it could possibly mean that some lawyers at Sony are just like nefarious enough to be doing that thing where they just throw trademarks at a wall to see what sticks just in case they can exploit it later on when when they actually have some stupid nickel idea to to sell it with that that just I mean, fucks up the whole business for everyone else. Like aside from that, I feel like even if this thing wasn't taken down by the fact that it's similar to Let's Play of America, <laughs> like Let's. Rooster, Rooster Teeth owns the YouTube channel youtube.com slash Let's Play. They have been their opening tagline of every single video is one of the guys in the thing says Let's Play, and that's like they've been doing Which that for several years I guess now. Means they didn't trademark it. It, it just they seems... didn't trademark it because it's fucking ridiculous yeah. to trademark yeah. it. They just made that their brand. Like, like if like not, whoever uh, was at the trademark other... office vetting this just control left for Let's and picked the first one on the list, which was <laughs> Let's. In other news, Microsoft is trying to trademark Speedrun. Oh really? my gosh. No, Mark? I'm kidding. Oh, oh okay. Mark Speedrun? <laughs> okay. Trademark Speedrun. Oh. Yeah. I thought you said trademark Mark Speedrun. I'm like, who is Mark Speedrun? <laughs> what an oddly named human. Um, okay, super duper quickly, we're going to finish up. We got two more speculative stories about VR. Uh, the HTC Vive oh pre-order date was set for February 29th. Their release window is now April 2016. This comes from the telegraph.co.uk. Uh, uh, and then once that happens, we'll know how much more expensive it is than the $600 Oculus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised. Well, they have, did they do any big like press release about this pre-order day or something? Cause they really could have, they really could have done something like, like February 29th, make the leap into VR. Cause it's leap day. Oh really? Nice. It's leap day? Yeah. February 29th. It only exists oh. in leap year. Wow, yeah, okay, well, I guess uh, they 
ooh, missed out by not hiring you because yeah. dropped the fucking ball there. I know. All, all they, all, all I'm guessing they did was send out a press release because it's it's on the various news websites, but I didn't see any like big flashy websites like when Oculus had theirs. They they um made a little web page to link people to. But um, wait, hang on, I got a better one. Um, one small step for gaming, one giant leap for for technology or something i don't know yeah because it's giant leap. leap like the possibilities leap, yeah. are endless the only limit is yeah. your imagination I, I got i got one another right, free go copy it. of portal 2 because you need another free copy of portal 2 i mean i would take it there i would refuse it i would love to um, replay anything in vr if the controls are set up right like you guys have seen that video of, of half-life 2 being played by a guy with the razor hydra controllers on his oculus is that, and is is that the walkie controller the big it's a big circular. No, no it's just, no, it's just okay. like a PC equivalent of Wiimote and nunchucks. Oh, oh, I like those. Those are cool. They 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 work well. They're super expensive though because they didn't manufacture a lot of them, so they became a collector's Cause, item. Cause no, no one wanted the. No one wanted a equivalent of. No one Wiimote wanted to play nunchuck. Black Ops for the Wii on PC. <laughs> <laughs> you you might be better off like buying a, a Wii Bluetooth bar and just using an actual Wiimote and nunchuck, which I will do. When and if I get a VR headset. Uh, next up, we have a leaked price of PlayStation VR suggested might be more expensive than the Oculus Rift. This is also super um, duper rumor level. Another Amazon page leaking. Uh, uh, this one on their Canadian website showed the uh, PlayStation VR previously known as Project Morpheus costing one thousand one hundred twenty seven Canadian dollars which equals out to 786 US dollars, mm. which, uh, again, was quickly taken offline. Sony actually issued a statement saying this was an error. We haven't announced any price for the PlayStation VR, but if this can give us a ballpark estimate, then, then it, it might be a slightly safer assumption now to expect it to cost more than the Oculus, which seems ridiculous because the Oculus is for, like, premium hyper pcs but it also makes sense because they might have to pack extra graphics processing hardware on the playstation vr headset to make up for for whatever inadequacies the ps4 itself for face is facing um i just want to say that i think that this is a playstation a sony driven conspiracy uh for them to yet again undercut somebody and announce a better price to be like yeah like remember like the playstation we're launching for Four hundred or three hundred ninety-nine dollars, and everyone was like, ah. "This is like the same thing," but they're just doing it to themselves. They're allowing a leak of a price that's really inflated, and then they're going to be like, "Nah, the PlayStation VR is like four hundred bucks, dudes," and everyone's going to be like, "Oh my god!" But they didn't say that. Instead, they just said, "We have an announced no, price for exactly, PlayStation VR." Exactly. That's all part of the plan. I, I really want that plan, to happen. Man. I want it, Jimmy, but I don't see it happen. Uh. If I'm gonna pay an absurd amount of money to play to like play Res on a PlayStation, I'll just go buy the weird vibrator thing for the PS2 that came with Res. Oh yeah, that exists, doesn't it? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, ladies. I don't know. You're not gonna like, yeah, ladies. have the full experience unless you stick it somewhere. <laughs> um. Okay, the, I I just I just really wish that that there's there would be campaigns happening right now. Now that the Oculus has announced its price and people are mad, that there are actual campaigns of of companies bragging about how much cheaper their VR headset is. <laughs> and and until I see that happening, I'm I'm not hoping for the best, you guys. 
Because it seems like ripe opportunity. Remember in E3, like a year ago, when when the Xbox One was announced, and they were like, oh yeah, and you also have to sign up your friends on a family sharing list to be able to share games. And Sony was like, day the day after, they put out a commercial with Kaz Harai <laughs> just like handing mm-hmm. a game to a friend of his and being like, that's how you share games on PS4. They wasted no time blasting the competition. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not happening here, and that makes me not have high hopes. Because it's if, expensive. If it ends, up, if it ends uh, up being this much, like I have to say, that's that's pretty uh, ballsy of Sony to be releasing a, releasing an accessory for the PS4 that's cost that cost two PS4s. Yeah, I, I like I see Matt's argument from last episode on on the the Oculus like that that makes sense to me. That is totally like understandable. If if the PS or the PlayStation VR launches at almost eight hundred dollars i i will consider that undefendable as far as like i'm not saying that it's not expensive i'm just saying that it's expensive tech to get it good i i just think that it's like if you i don't know man it's not i I under all right listen like it's it's okay the oculus the (laughs) oculus because it's pc because you can use it with a computer you're saying that vr is not just gaming that makes sense because you could do, you can make apps for VR. I, I know a guy who's making a VR app, and it's pretty fucking cool. You can, you can and, pretend you're watching Netflix in a big room. On right. The you can do. I mean, you could probably do that on the PlayStation. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> there's there's potential for there to be things that are not just video games, and maybe things that are actually like serious work or something. Maybe a 3D drawing program or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. pr- it exists. Whereas for the PlayStation, it's gonna be gaming centric. I'd say maybe ninety oh, right. plus percent gaming. Right. Yeah, okay, I get you. Yeah, like, like if it's if that's what the main focus is, which I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like a cheaper price would be more justified. I, well, and eight hundred dollars, I think, is just ridiculous. that's what I said last time. I was like, PlayStation VR will probably be the one that everyone's you know wants the the, the consumer one, the one that you get with your 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 PlayStation or whatever. You know, just they, an added product, but. $800. It looks like uh, Oculus Rift is using that, that Facebook money to get that thing down as, as much as possible. The PlayStation and, and they're, probably, they're probably scared of that they want to, they, if they release like a bad product that's just not as good as Vive and Oculus Rift, then people are going to be like wanting the Oculus Rift and Vive and all that stuff about it yeah. being expensive. That's going to go away really quickly. People are not going to care anymore if they see a cheap, uh, a cheap PlayStation VR. So I, the, well, that, if it fails, if it is what it's I'm a tight, saying. It's a tight rope. The, the PlayStation VR is going to have the widest audience. It's going to be ready for games right away. And it, it's also working with the weakest hardware, which has always made me believe it's the lowest common denominator. It's probably going to be the cheapest of the three. I feel like Oculus is going to have a bigger audience than PlayStation VR. Absolutely. Well, like PC gaming is like high end PC gaming, maybe not PC gaming on the low end, but high end PC gaming is a much smaller audience to sell to than than console gaming. Is it? Yeah, I yeah. I feel that's why I've, that's why games like Rainbow Six Siege, which are ostensibly designed for PC play, still have their uh, console versions pushed so much harder. They they make more money there. Oh, I guess the PS4 sales numbers are bigger than I thought. Estimated around gotta get oh, that well, thirty-five mil- million. Yeah, it's it's somewhere above thirty million right now. I'm excited. 
the it, things of, are gonna burn, man, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be I sitting mean, there so just far, laughing. My only, my only issue with <laughs> the Morpheus is that most of the games they're showing off are not in first person, which kind of defeat the whole purpose of it being VR. I don't think that defeats the purpose. I think that it's very necessary to make VR experiences that aren't just like it's the game, but it's first person, and you look around like yeah. But like, what <laughs> what advantage do I have buying an eight hundred dollar PlayStation? Uh, helmet nintendo revolution helmet if uh, just to play tekken 7 you know <laughs> we like with that kind of stuff i'm I'm saying like games built from the ground up yeah. for vr shouldn't be limited limited to the yeah. idea of like we made a video game but then you put the thing on and you can look around which, it's which like, is really exciting like like games built for the wii u specifically i find really exciting yeah i was like yeah. This still ends up being a first-person game, so I don't know if it really counts as outside that box, but I had an idea where, like, what if there was, like, an antechamber-styled, like, like weird, non-Euclidean puzzle game, but, exactly. like, you can tilt your head, and then you pull a trigger on your controller or something, and that locks gravity to that direction, and, and so you start falling, and you can, like like write yourself and now you're like walking on walls and shit. I, like, I really can't wait to like, yeah, see developers try to implement the uh, movements of head tracking as more than just camera. Like what if you can change mm -hmm. the geometry of a level with the tilt of your head? Yeah, actually, do any of you guys remember that perspective based puzzle game mm -hmm. from a while ago? Yeah, I where think you, it was like, called Perspective. Some... Is that seriously what <laughs> I called? think that's you what just, it was like, called. Uh, all I remember is like some guy like, he like picks up a chess piece on a table and then he like holds it up on the horizon and he like drops the chess piece and it ends up being as big as like a lighthouse and it like falls like a million miles oh, away. Oh, now I know what you're I thought you were talking about. There is a puzzle game called Perspective where you pick up objects and arrange them like a 2D platformer level depending on no, where no, you're not looking, that one. which not still that would one. be a cool VR game. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm I, trying I remember to look it up what you're right talking now. about. There are lots of cool ideas that that are more easily explored uh, in VR than, than traditional. It's, it's, uh, I guess this doesn't have a name. Yeah. It was like I'll, a proof of concept. You, yeah. I'll link you guys the trailer. If you're interested in watching, I really wanted to play this game. It's by a team called pillow castle. And it's literally just like the called their first person. <laughs> yeah. puzzler. Uh, it's, it's going to be neat. Whatever they do with that. Um, but okay, okay. I remember yeah. I was talking earlier about how I wanted VR to shake things up like 3D games did in the mid-90s. Sonic means, Shuffle VR. What, yeah, what, boy! <laughs> Sonic oh, VR man. Blast. Whatever um, horribly expensive thing just like fails because it's expensive is going to be the equivalent of, of the Atari <laughs> Jaguar, the Philips CDI. <laughs> and it's I, I'd really like hate my heart if all three of them ended up being too expensive to succeed in the long well, term. Remember, there's a fourth one. Which one is that one? The the one that Starbreeze is doing. The the Overkill publishers. Oh, you're really losing me. I have to Google this one. Starbreeze. I'm, I'm not kidding. VR. This is a real thing. <laughs> okay, Starbreeze aspires to become one of the first VR publishers parallel to being the go-to catalyst for publishing titles in the VR. Starbreeze, didn't they do uh, Sins of a Solar Empire? Or is that a different Breeze? Star VR is what it's Maybe. called. All, all I know is they've done Payday 2 and Chronicles of Riddick. So. On their website, they're advertising the Walking Dead VR. So 
Oh yeah, they're they're also doing a Walking Dead payday mm. crossover thing. Whoa! Uh, what? I guess the 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 payday devs announced Overkill announced they were doing a, a Walking Dead game like a year ago, but we don't know what. I just I just find it being balls? like payday really really hard to imagine people paying six hundred dollars in droves by the millions. The only the only thing I know it's going to be the... a slow start, if anything. I. It might pick. It'll pick up later, but it'll. It's, like, it's like hard to accept that it right now is the only my big problem. I mean, I'm just. I just got a patience. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah, <laughs> I. You know, I like. I. I would put money on the line that it's. It's just going to be a slow thing, if if anything, and you know, the it, it's. It's a technology that will get cheaper the way down and will get better. And then that's when it becomes a thing. I don't. I. I. I just doubt that it's gonna go bankrupt because it's six hundred dollars. I just don't see that being the factor. The only factor would be like everyone just being like, "Oh my God, it's six hundred dollars!" And I mean, I guess that could kill something, but I just don't see six hundred dollars being the the thing that kills VR. Something that everyone's been hyped about for, you know, the last couple years i it has to be something else like them shipping out really bad pairs of vr now that will kill something i'm just waiting for one of the vr headsets to like saw style like clamp down on someone's head and crush it and then that's just the end of it like no one vrs ever again what i'm saying is not the virtual boy it's not the virtual boy all right i can't i can't wait for like the weird like accidents that happen with every new bit of technology like the the odd unexplained <laughs> actual you know what i'm talking boy. about yeah, yeah i saw my dead grandmother when i turned on my vr right, right. <laughs> can anybody explain is anybody else having this problem it, or like i was playing bowling on the wii and my <laughs> tv broke and set fire to like three cabinets or like just crazy crap like that what, what yeah. about the random news stories of like just like avatar when people watched avatar it's like oh all i want to do is live in vr my life is just so terrible do you think we'll get like a fox news type of Port, like yes. when the PSP came out, yeah, like, definitely. It's the Oculus Portable, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, and I'm gonna be sitting there laughing, and and there's gonna be a um a, a Law and Order Kids SVU are, episode about it. Too. Kids are having oh my sex God. with Hatsune Macaroni <laughs> on their Oculus Rifts. How I can't believe it. This is an outrage. What it? I, what if it's super duper expensive and all that the mainstream like normal people like your parents know by VR is that it's the six hundred dollar anime <laughs> pretend sex device? Amazing. Like, would be worth it, I'd say. <laughs> okay. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> very, very, very different. I, I heard on the about future. this Oculus thing on the news. Isn't it? Isn't it for people to have sex with cartoons? Like, no, mom, it's really cool. While you're getting in the in the the weird like contraption where you have to stick your legs up and you have the flashlight attached to like the tripod. Yeah, yeah. That's just another controller. No, mom, I'm, I'm playing that Dragon Cancer. It's really. Oh, okay. Let's call it there. Let's. I think it's time to end this podcast. Oh, he went oh boy. <laughs> as as he pulls up his bootstraps and sits them in the stirrups. Thanks for listening to the TOVG podcast, everybody. What a way to end Ca- it. 
<laughs> Colin, where where can we find you? Or not find you? What websites do we know to blacklist so that we don't see you again in the right. future? YouTube.com forward slash Colin Dram. Can you spell that? It's in my username. <laughs> I know, but this is an audio podcast. The, so so the, the listeners can see. L U N D R A M. Nice. W S K I D. Skid Row Radio. Anyway, um, so that's where you can find Colin. You can find Matt Visual at youtube.com slash Matt Visual because I don't trust him to say it right. <laughs> I knew you had something up your sleeve. So. Bush. Uh, you. <laughs> you can find me at youtube.com slash sundergamer also on twitter at sundercr and george where can we find you uh d- d- youtube.com slash bunnyhop show in case you want to watch a pony island review that's where that is oh <laughs> yeah and uh thanks for listening everybody be sure to rate us five stars on itunes check out all the people for all and the check out our amoeba, guests. amiibo news check out yeah. super bunny hop on youtube yeah for more for more crossover jokes on that dragon cancer and anime sex uh just please subscribe to the podcast and come back for more oh, oh, oh. <laughs> good night bye everybody i don't know if i'm okay with this bye. tell your mom about us <laughs> goodbye good night